Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ramble On. Uh, as you will know from my voice, I am Jim Campbell. Today, I am joined by Kate Mason, who gets a little break from uh, from corralling the rest of us idiots, and is is going to be in the sort of uh, in the, the chair with the least responsibility. For yes. Once. So um, <laughs> I'm going to task you today, Kate, with uh, with picking your dream football dinner party. Um, for our listeners, so you can you can choose anybody you want, alive or dead. Oh, you can uh, have dead people. You can have dead people. I wondered not, about that. It's not like a weekend at Bernie's style thing, though, where you sort of like they are not dead at the dinner at party. The dinner They're not party. a cadaver of say like a famous footballer, but they are resurrected for the purpose of this game because because you it's probably quite limiting, would... isn't it? Yeah. Right. Uh, well, my own dream dinner party guests non-football related a few of them would be dead I think so yeah that's interesting interesting. because I thought you had to have I was thinking about like Jack Tolton as one of them and then I thought he's sadly left us recently Mm. so but anyway good to know that might change one of my decisions okay cool Um, Um, but yeah you're right dead people at dinner parties I mean I guess you can then choose them in the prime of their oh no that changes the game entirely (laughs) so I mean would you have them as a ghost or would you have them as a as a, as like, would you you'd pick their particular age or their moment in their lives? I, I suppose you could, yeah. I think I might Why be not? thinking too it's, much. It's fast about and this. loose. It's, it's ramble on. Yeah, so I can just do whatever. Yeah, I can do whatever you like. I want to have an alien footballer. That's... Well, there aren't any of those, so that we know of. I want to have. Why? Well, you can't. Ma- I, I think you know. The, it's loose to a degree. You can't make up a person who's an alien. Right. Oh right. Okay, so there are restrictions. There are restrictions. You said I could just do yeah. what I wanted. I did, and I apologise because that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Absolutely. My boundaries aren't as wide ranging as yours, apparently. That's right. The um, power of the imagination. Quite. That's what an English degree will do to you. This is why you host, isn't it? It'd be <laughs> chaos if you didn't. You need to rein yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. That's true. I do. Can I can now actually see a bit more sitting this way around. I can see a bit more why like. More Pete's. I'm just doing over here to where Pete normally sits when I'm yeah. in with him, um, and various others. Sometimes you, but not so much. Yeah. Do you feel the desire to just just go, go off pace? Yeah. Because you know that <laughs> it's not your responsibility. Yeah, quite absolutely, and it's just it's more interesting part of the mind, isn't it? But let's um, get on to like how are you preparing your your home for your dinner guests? Oh bloody hell, really? Well, I mean, I think I'll probably. Th- this just... is part of hosting a dinner party, isn't it? Oh, is this news to you that you should like tidy up a bit? Okay, I would, t- yeah, I would tidy up a bit. I don't because I've just moved into a new place. Mm-hmm. As you, well, you as you are about I'm to, about to as well. Should yeah. probably clarify not different the, places. Okay. So, uh, so she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> um, good to know. I guess in advance. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking the you know, the pleasures of having a lovely bit of alone time. Oh, no. it's brilliant living alone, isn't it? Oh God. But anyway, so good. So yeah. So I'm a bit light on table. And I've got four chairs, so right. it's three it's three players, isn't it? So mm-hmm. that'll be fine. But I guess if you don't have a table, you'll probably end up sitting on the floor anyway. So yeah, I would have Japanese them around style. to my new home because I'm like proud that I've got it and it's got, you know, it's light and bright and I can clean up a bit. Um, maybe I'd do candles. I don't know. what Because Brassel's on here. I don't I remember just him talking about the footballers. I don't remember yeah. him, you know, like putting bunting up. and. I don't think he put bunting up. I can't re- I t- No, I, th- I don't think I tasked him with this. <laughs> It was in its infancy then. It was, and maybe it's subconscious chauvinism that I'm expecting you to tidy up. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have just bought a Hoover, so I should be able to get a bit of the dust off. So, yeah. Although I did get scammed a bit on the Hoover purchase. How? Because it didn't come with nozzles. That's annoying. You have to buy the nozzle separately. Oh, that's that's like not when something doesn't come with the batteries on Christmas Day and it's all ruined. Exactly. That's what I thought. You need a nozzle. I know. So, anyway, maybe I'll get 
Oh, I was about to give away who my first person is. Maybe I'll get one of them to bring a nozzle. Yeah, get, why not? Yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah. You know, if you go into a dinner party and someone asks you to bring something, it's fair enough, isn't it? You bring it, even yeah. if it is something odd like a nozzle. Well, if it's three people and you said we have to have three courses, can I just get them to bring one course each? We don't have to have three courses. I mean, it's, it's down. I mean, you can, I don't know, you can have some mad sort of peyote experience if you want to. It's This is how Kate Mason hosts a dinner party as okay, far as so I'm concerned. To be That's honest, what I know I'm not very good. I know. As is obvious. I'm not very good, as is probably obvious, at organising social occasions in a grown-up way. So I suppose it would be more... I like things being a bit kind of rough and ready and people feeling like they're part of creating the experience. So I think you need, like, a lot of wine, probably. Yeah. But that's why I'd be more for, like, being on the floor, you know, yeah. sitting around. It's, immediately, it's more interesting, that, isn't it? It's quite an intimate thing. Like it, so. The moment that you're doing something in a group where that thing is unusual, you, you're bonded, aren't you? So I, I think that's quite smart. Thanks. And I'd be like, you know, you, you can help me decide how to decorate this place or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if these people's advice is what I would take. And then the thing about the food is I'm not a very good cook. Um, yeah. And I get, I don't, I'm not very good at planning for cooking so mm. I'd probably be like rushing around on the day because obviously these are people I admire and I want to get you know when I want to bring the best conversation out of them and I want them to have a great time but that wouldn't translate into me being able to like plan in advance and you know get the chicken in or whatever yeah. I would just because I'd be just too nervous about like oh god I want everyone to have a nice time and then it's half an hour before and I'm like fuck they're gonna have to eat cereal so <laughs> at the moment when the guests arrive <laughs> there are no chairs no, chairs. Oh, there are chairs, no but table. there's no table to use, so the chairs are redundant. Yes. So everyone's sat around on the floor. Yeah. It's candle lit. Yeah. You're rushing around in a flat. Like, yeah. I'd be expecting like a Ouija board to come out next. It's got a real like seance vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. Yes, it is a terrible oh, idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't diss your idea. I was quite yeah. taken with it. Maybe I will get some bunting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. Probably is what life is like when I arrive. Quite often, people take over if I'm cooking. Right. Which is, you know, I like people to do things that they're good at. So I'm always proud if people fair. are like, Kate, have you thought of doing it this way? Or like, mm. oh, it's coming on for nine thirty. Do you reckon we should probably get them turn the that oven on. in? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's nice for other people to shine. I'm not sure I shine in a dom- domestic setting. So let's uh, let's move on to your first guest. Right. The, what the actual food is. Let, you're going to improvise that with whatever's in the kitchen by the sounds of it <laughs> beans <laughs> so who's, who's in first I did once learn to spatchcock a chicken so maybe I'll do mm. chicken on like um, potatoes and uh, peppers and stuff in a in a big roasting tin nice I thought then it's like not, not so much washing up What is, what? How, how do you spatchcock a chicken I thought spatchcock was a type of I think chicken. you basically just squish it. So right. you cut it down the middle and you squish it. Cool. It's just a funny word, isn't it? Yeah, it's hilarious. I know, it is hilarious. I should I should learn to do that for that reason. Well, maybe when you're in your new place. Yeah, maybe. That'll be the first step. Um, so yes, enjoying this potentially spatchcock chicken, but definitely no starter. Although pop chips, salt and vinegar pop chips would nice. be the nibbles. Easy. And, and olives. Fairly low calorie too. I know. And I guess for footballers, some one of whom is still playing, that would be really good. Um, yeah, they're the best crisps as well, if anyone wants to argue with me. <laughs> I'll see you. Um, Andrea Pirlo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And presumably he's bringing the wine. Correct. Got a vineyard. You see? So yeah. I, Because I was thinking the wine is kind of the priority probably here in terms of having a great time. The downside would be you'd imagine he would be quite um, in kind of a culinary, 
kind of an culinary enthusiast as well. So yeah. you might be a bit like, oh, okay, what is going on? With why them? have you? Fe- why are you feeding spatchcock <laughs> chicken, beans, and cereal? Yeah, for do. example. But he, I think, would be because he seems to have such nice manners. He wouldn't. It wouldn't matter because he'd just be very like, oh, he'll go with the flow, and mm. he'd, he'd, you know, and organize himself to suit the situation he finds himself in much like he was able to play as a footballer I think yeah. he was able to bring the best out of other people and I feel like he could bring that to a dinner party very much so and I think there's, there was an idea about Pirlo that he's a very very serious person for a while until he started you know getting on board with the no Pirlo no party stuff yeah. so he's clearly got a bit of a lighter side to I him as well he, I think he's got I think he could be a bit of a party animal and clearly you know he li- enjoys the finer things in life none of which will be provided tonight unless no. He brings them. <laughs> well, but the thing is, he will bring them, won't he? And he's, you know, I'm sure he he, he loves getting drunk on his own saplunk. I don't know. Um, I was actually tempted by another Italian, um, Gianluigi Buffon, who I actually just mentioned in the ramble we recorded, mm. um, probably because I was thinking about him. But he, because I'm fascinated, I'm obsessed with this game from the 2002 World Cup um, where Italy lost to South Korea. Yes. And he... And there was the, the refereeing was so ba- bad, and I wonder if that's where Buffon's like one of his kind of hatreds of referees are from. The yeah. guy was it Byron Moreno was the guy who's refereeing this game. Yeah, exactly. And I think he later, although I don't, oh, I shouldn't probably say these things out loud without checking, but I think he later got done for like something, something maybe. naughty involving taking drugs across Ooh. country boundaries. Ooh, don't do that. Yeah. So anyway, he was obviously a bit of a wild card, but I'd just be so interested to hear if that was Buffon's like where he first realised that all referees were against him yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, Pirlo, well, not ask Pirlo about that. Exactly. He, yeah, he can, he can fill me in on all the kind of, that huge range of exciting Italian football. Um, so yeah, that's what I would like. Cool. Okay, so that's, that's a strong start. Thank you. He, right. he, he picked himself, I thought. He does pick himself. Because you think three people, you'd think that'd be really difficult. And it is difficult. I could do 200 of these probably. Yeah. But you want to have someone who can bring entertainment as well as finesse mm. and of course brilliant stories about and by candlelight he would look fantastic Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um <laughs> so there is a pillow so there is a party i know um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's coming in next so this so this is a person i've actually wanted to talk to for a long time but she sadly doesn't really answer my you know, messages. Aww. I know. And I'm still... It's mum. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your football career, mum. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hope one day to meet her and talk to her about how like extraordinary she is. I think she might be a bit of a wild card at a dinner party because I think she could be pretty strident, but I felt like Pirlo could, and I also probably can be like that too. So you don't want to have too much of a... Too many alphas. Exactly. Uh, it's Megan Rapino. Right. So I just think she's absolutely fascinating. And she does this thing. So she, her girlfriend um, is a WNBA player called Sue Bird. And they do this thing where they, that I'm so obsessed with, where they do Instagram lives with other like high powered female soccer players mainly in the States and various other people they know. Mm. And they basically all just get Do you mean high profile? High high powered. High powered. High powered and high profile. (laughs) They all kind of like (laughs) They sort of are. Um, And they basically just get pissed on Instagram Live and chat. I guess it was during lockdown when they started doing it. So yeah. you like chat to people instead of going to their houses. So I just reckon that she'd be fucking laugh. Well, she's got previous and you've, you've got a little window into to what that's what like. What she would like as well. So I could like, t- you know, temper the conversation. And also it's pretty 
mad to talk to anyone who's like attracted to the wrath of Donald Trump, although that yeah. is quite a long list. Yeah, <laughs> but she, she's brilliant though, isn't she? She is someone who really uses her platform to the point where, I don't know, she, she's brought a lot of attention onto the women's game just through her own like strength of, of character and, and being so interesting and being so good as well. Like, yeah, yeah she, she's great. I'd love, to, I'd love to be able to sort of pick her brains and yeah. just kind of just see what she thinks. Yeah, because she's so she's so divisive as well. I think because look, I don't want to uh, make analyses that I can't back up about how people feel about people. But she's obviously this this American. Sometimes people would think of it as an American style of person being quite like I'm good and don't tell me I'm not good and I'm just good and I'm happy to say it. Whereas that against the kind of traditional English sensibility, people find that quite offensive. And then add it to her being female and being gay and all this mm. other stuff. Um, so I just think it would be really interesting to be able to say, to be able to actually talk to her in this kind of dinner party scenario where everyone's just trying to have a nice time. Yeah. With a crappy floor sitting. In the, <laughs> and it's a bit dark and yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think the floor thing, a lot of professional athletes do yoga now, don't they? Yeah. They're probably quite flexible. So the floor thing's probably, it's probably, probably not fine. that big a deal. Yeah. It's probably fine. I think, and I think she and Pirlo would actually really hit it off. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and you get different times of, the game as well because she's obviously living through and is, is a participant in the kind of growth of the women's game mm. and then Pirlo I guess is the kind of hey, for British people I would say the heyday of kind of Syria you know when you, like you're starting to be able to watch it on telly and um, and seeing you know the magic of Italian football and yeah. being like oh why do we not have this here <laughs> um, yeah so I think they could have some pretty good chats together too cool so your third and final guest yeah this is a really hard one yeah. Um, obviously, generally, and it's but because you said we can have people who are no longer with us, I was going to go for Bill Nicholson. Oh, yeah, I think just someone I could, you know, if even if um, Andrea and Megan were <laughs> just having a little chat together yeah. and and you know whatever debating um, the various merits of their different styles of play, we could just talk about how it was to yeah. be involved with Tottenham when. Tottenham were able to win things like the double. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but he also, he was one of those pioneering figures as well in, yeah. in football as well. He's, he's one of those players that has a reach beyond their club, which, yeah. is, which is a great thing. And every club, you know, that has become a big club down, down the years, they oh, have to have those you. figures, don't they? <laughs> they have to have those people that, you know, in the past put them on the map. You yeah. know? I mean, there were, there were times, you know, if you look back at the history of football where, Times where Liverpool weren't really, they were just they were just any club. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. gradually through their history, they had these figures that built them into in, into what they are now, and that's that's true of any any club that's at the top of their game. And obviously, you know, there's certain geographical advantages to some to some teams, but um, but they're all you know, no one's just like instantly amazing. Exactly. Um, and obviously, Bill Nicholson was a huge huge figure in making Spurs, you know, what they are now. Really. Yeah, I think that, and it would just be such a privilege to be able to understand what life was like then you know forming the club exactly what you're saying and you know the number of times I've obviously stood on his road you know mm. Bill Nicholson way back in the day when we were at White Hart Lane and yeah that's because that was where the play I think that was the entrance where the players came in in their cars so people would quite often be standing around there and I thought about him and wondered like what it was like to follow the club in those back in those days yeah. in the 60s and before when he was playing um so yeah I think it would be so cool to be able to sit down and just just chat with him when um so I went and climbed up the the new stadium uh with Julie Welsh another 
obviously big Spurs book club women, alumni as well. Book club alumni who we love. Um, and there's because obviously no one's sitting in the seats in the stadium at the moment. Um, they've got as as pretty much all clubs are doing. They've got the kind of banners over the seats. Yeah. And there was I think there was a Bill Nicholson quote: "The this is my club, my one and only club." And I just think it's such a like lovely sentiment. Mm. Um, yeah. Imagine if I could tap into what he knows about Tottenham. So with that quite touching reverence in mind, <laughs> yes. you're going to serve him spatchcock chicken, beans and cereal. Well, I mean... <laughs> okay, I've canned the cereal. I think, so I was thinking about, the, other, the only other thing I learned to make for pudding recently uh, was a friend, an American friend, it was Thanksgiving, I can't remember, and she made s'mores, you know, the thing where you just put chocolate and marshmallows and uh, lotus biscuits in a pan, Ooh. and it's bloody delicious. That sounds great. Although like for the older gentleman, of... might be a bit dangerous on the older. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a ghost, sort of, isn't he? So you can kind of... <laughs> oh, he doesn't come as a ghost, of... yeah. Because well, you, can... you want to get his whole life knowledge, yeah, wouldn't exactly. you? That would be the best you're... way. You're not going to not feed him s'mores, are you? No. <laughs> that sounds great. It sounds like a sort of almost like a naked rocky road. It is basically. It be, I guess it would be like also, you know, with the ghosts in Harry Potter, mm. how they can't eat stuff properly. Yes. But they, so what they do is they have really, really intense foods full of maggots and things like that because then they walk through them and they yes. can kind of taste them. I think s'mores would probably act as that too because they're so <laughs> intense. Oh, they started off being so like, <laughs> respectful, didn't it? And now it's just descended into what it always descends into. I blame you, mate. Yeah, I take charge. full responsibility. You're in um, apologies to any ghosts out there who might have a you know more varied palette than we understand. Yeah, no, it's just the way it is. It's not a criticism. It's just it's yeah. just the reality of ghost of being a ghost of being in the spirit world. Absolutely, I do love the idea of um, Bill Nicking Bill Nicholson. Obviously, not knowing who Megan Rapinoe and Andrea Perlo are, and you oh get in God, the absolute of joy of explaining. Well, let me let me blow smoke up the arse of these two. Blow smoke up the what? It's a phrase we have now, Bill. I'm not. <laughs> I haven't got time to stop and explain it. But these two are amazing for how'd these you, reasons. Yeah, how would you? That is a that because I did want to have kind of people from different generations of football, if you like. I did yeah. think that would be cool, but you're right; it might be quite stressful as a host. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I think of them as being quite socially adept. Yeah. Based on not a lot. Oh, abs- no, I think yeah, Megan Rapinoe and and Andrea Perlo, absolutely. I mean, I'm, Bill Nicholson obviously would be as well because he as a manager. Of course, you've got those people skills, but obviously they're from very different eras. Exactly. But I think I think you're going to have a great time. You're going to have a brilliant time. Yeah. And uh, I just, seriously, just, I'm smiling so much to think of it. Like, as though it's going to come true. As, as though tomorrow I'm going to go and have uh, three bloody legends come and chat to me. Yeah. And tell me all their secrets. Well, I think that's a nice place to end. Um, so, Kate. Is it going to happen? Um, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll put um, feelers out to um, PLO and Rapino. Thank you, Jim. And, well, and I've been putting happens. the bloody feelers. It's not like you and uh, Arsenal. Like, constantly trying to get in touch with Hector Baron. Like, she just says, yeah. piss off, Kate. She doesn't even say anything. <laughs> she doesn't even know I exist. Yeah. <sighs> one day. One, one day, day we'll be friends with our heroes. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to Ramble On. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, you know where to find us. Thank you, Patreon. You're our favourite listeners. And yes, we'll you are. see you later. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Was I supposed to say bye? Or should I not say no, bye? you can do what you like. Oh, thanks. Bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creator Network.